Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. And the topic, times of reprogramming. Recovery is not all tiresome, unrewarded work. There are times of joy and rest. Times when we comfortably practice what we've learned comfortably. There are times of change. Times when we struggle to learn something new, like driving, or overcome a particular problem. These are times when what we've been practicing in recovery begins to show in our life. Practice these principles in all our affairs, right? These times of change are intense but purposeful. There are also times when at a deep level we're being reprogrammed. We start letting go of beliefs and behaviors. We may feel frightened or confused during these times. Our old behaviors or patterns may work for us, but they were comfortable and familiar. During these times, we may feel vulnerable, lonely, and needy. Like we're on a journey without a roadmap or a flashlight, and we feel as if no one has traveled this ground before. We may not understand what is being worked out in us. We may not know where or if we are being led. We are being led. We're not alone. Our higher power is working his finest and best to bring to change in us. Others have traveled this road too. We will be led to someone who can help us, someone who can provide the markers we need. We are being prepared for receiving as much joy and love as our heart can hold. Recovery is a healing process. We can trust it, even when we don't understand it. We're right where we need to be in this process. We're going through exactly what we need to experience, and where we're going is better than any place we've been. Yeah, particularly, you know, there's hope, and that is huge, because for so many years there wasn't. Back to the reading. Today, God, help me believe that the changes I'm going through are for the good. Help me believe that the road I'm traveling will lead to a place of light, love, and joy. I love that. Light, love, and joy. The next reading comes from ACA's The Big Red Book. And the topic is relationships. Applying what we have learned. In ACA, we become willing to apply what we learn in the program to our daily lives and to relationships. We must be willing to apply the principles of these steps and to reparent ourselves if we want to change. Moving away from codependent behavior and toward healthy relationships is one of the results of working the ACA program. We're not saying relationships become workable overnight, but they're not also not as impossible as we once thought. <laughs> yeah, it's like just thought maybe I was someone who sucked at relationships, which interestingly, I was not as a kid. For us, relationships can be a measuring stick for how well we have applied the ACA program in our lives. And that reminds me, that's the critic. That's the critic who's makes some stuff up, a lot of stuff. Because of ACA, you know, making stuff up based on limited information and then not asking for the information, and that's the critic. And there's no protection going on, just rationalization. Yeah, you critic, I'm talking to you. Because of ACA, we have learned there are many kinds of relationships other than romantic involvement. This was a surprise to many of us who never had friends or who tended to sexualize relationships that ended in pain and loneliness. In ACA, we learned there are friendships, business relationships, and casual acquaintances in addition to romance. We also learned that it is okay to be alone. Learning to be alone in recovery is different than the isolation we practiced before recovery. There are also unique relationships that are fulfilling and open us up because of our ACA involvement. Some of us have become a big brother or a big sister to a child from a single parent home. Hmm. This is a rewarding relationship for those of us who have never had children for fear of harming or neglecting a child. In ACA, we learn to trust ourselves and to contribute to a child's life. 
Another unique relationship can include being paired with a new employee at work in a mentoring role. In this relationship, we are teamed up with a new employee to teach the person a new job or skill. We can use our listening skills and sense of patience learned in ACA to make this relationship enjoyable and meaningful. By addressing our control and perfectionism in ACA, we let others make mistakes and learn from them. We've learned that not every relationship needs to lead to romantic or sexual involvement. If we have addressed our area of abandonment and shame thus far, we no longer see people as potential source to medicate our fear of abandonment. We no longer use people to divert us from our own feelings by focusing our attention on someone else. We can finally face down the 12th trait of the laundry list. We no longer fear abandonment so much that we remain in unloving relationships. That's so great. No longer fearing abandonment so much that we remain in unloving relationships. It's not a great choice, right? Fearing abandonment and appearing in unloving relationships. And I remember someone in program said, Kawant, you don't have to struggle anymore. You were on the struggle bus when you came in this program, but you don't have to struggle anymore. That concludes today's readings for Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawant Solution.